Hey, welcome to episode three of the Life is Short podcast. The podcast where we discuss the making of the short film Forgetting Me from script to screen. And in this episode, we're going to talk about our submission, which we just got sent into StoryHive. And we're going to talk about some of the community elements that we're covering in our submission, as well as a really interesting conversation around women in film. So stay tuned. Hey, welcome to Life is Short. This is a podcast about trying to bring a short film to life. Hey. Hey, Kelly. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. So uh, thanks everybody for joining us. We're doing another episode of Life is Short. This is our podcast um, of Kelly and mine where we are working towards producing our short film called Forgetting Me. And on this episode, we're going to chat a little bit about um, our pitch and uh, a couple of other things that are on our mind around our submission. So first thing first, um, we got our pitch video in just uh, I guess a day and a half ago, we got it in submitted to StoryHive. So just as a quick reminder for everybody listening, um, right now we're in the midst of uh, trying to secure some funding through TELUS and their StoryHive competition. It's a short film fund. So we're in the running now officially for $10,000 to actually get this film produced. So I'm, I'm pretty stoked. Um, how are you feeling about it, Kelly? I'm feeling great. I'm, I just want to say congratulations. I know it was a lot. And, yeah uh, for both of us <laughs> yeah so how are you feeling I mean um I say it was I'm feeling pretty good actually I'm uh, it, you know I know we've been working on it pretty hard for a uh, good like two or three weeks there and um and I know it's been kind of a bit of an obsession of mine lately um and but I think the final I, I did one last review before hitting sort of submit because once you hit submit it's all locked down and you can't go in and edit anything so you want to make sure to do one last review and um I, I felt really good once I hit like send and I sort of, you know, hit that last checkbox. Um, I, th- I think we did a really good job. Like I'm actually quite, it's the kind of thing where I, the sort of the, the reference I use in my own head is that I, it's like, you know, you hear like either in sports teams and sort of various analogies where it's like, you know, you don't want to leave anything on the field. That's kind of how I feel. I feel like we kind of covered just about every single base we could in terms of making a solid, um, proposal to story hive and to the community at large who will eventually vote and the the judges and whoever else is involved so i i don't know i feel pretty good i think it's um i think it's a really strong submission but you know i'm biased (laughs) which i which i completely recognize but uh but i also think it is like i feel like i feel like i I definitely slept well that night i'll I'll put it that way like awesome awesome yeah, yeah, it was good. If I if I didn't get to that point, I don't think I would be feeling very good with myself. But um, I was able to be like, you know what, this is this is this is pretty solid. So um, I'm excited to see how it goes from here. Yeah, well, that was definitely the goal. And I think that it's a very thorough application. And there was a lot of thought and, and um, prep and, and everything else put into it. I know that n- neither of us wanted to just submit whatever. So that was really cool. Um, yeah, no, I, th- I yeah. think from like our pitch video, which we talked a bit about in the previous episode, to all the various elements um, that StoryHive um, asked for in terms of the submission, which will soon enough be visible um, to everyone because it'll be up uh, in a, you know, a couple of weeks from um, our recording of this podcast. So uh, yeah, I think, I think we kind of covered our bases. And hopefully the thing that I hope is that for for the judges and for everyone who's out there who sees the the pitch, the video, and the rest of the sub- submission on StoryHive on their website at storyhive.com, um, that they see the thoughtfulness and the attention to detail that went into pretty much every element 
of the entire submission because you know we we've been you know you and I have been working on this for quite a while and there's I feel like there's almost no stone has been unturned <laughs> in, in, in sort of like prodding sort of a light everywhere we possibly can in terms of like you know from from top to bottom from the script to pre-production to you know everything else that we've done so so yeah I feel pretty good awesome you know what I love about it is that um, you know they 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 got us thinking about basically some of the end end goals, which is to have some branding around your film and everything else stuff that you would normally look at doing kind of after your film wraps, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so having to do that to start, and also you know I think what was so cool about it is when you have a script, you're kind of like you got your log line, and anyone you talk to, you're like this is what the film is about, and and whatever. But when you start really breaking it down and have some visuals for like, who's our audience, you know, how is this, how is this film going to be relevant? You know, what is our artwork work look like for the film? What is our vision? The cinematography, you know, cinematic vision for the film and the cinematography and, and the vibe of it. Once you start doing that, it like, it pulls character out of the script, you know, with the script, it's like a flat, a flat thing and you know unless you yeah. read it and when you read it you can envision certain things but it actually got us visually putting out there and in words um some of the things that i think will make it more helpful for like judges and in our audience to kind of go oh i see what they're doing versus like hey this is what our film's about you know, it's a couple and da, 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 da. It's like, oh, I kind of get the vibe now of this film. Oh, I'm starting to see like how it might be shot. Oh, I'm starting to see, you know. And so yeah. I, I, that's what I love about it. I'm, I, I think it'll be great for the audience to kind of see uh, visually, like I said, what, what, what the film is really about. Yeah, and I think I think it's it's a good point because it does um, it, the the process of going through the submission does and did. Um, it, I think the way I kind of look at it is it sort of helped us put into sort of somewhat concrete terms, sort of the vision that was inside our head that, like you said, like it's, it's on the script, it's on the page on the script. And if you read it and you kind of put yourself in the moment, you can kind of get it. I definitely think you can get a sense of what this film could look like, but um, throughout the submission process, you know, we kind of documented that and tried to make it as uh, concrete and real as possible. And so, and that's maybe a perfect segue for one of the things we want to talk about was around, um, uh, one of the elements, there's a variety of elements within the submission that you can highlight as uh, as uh, uh, the filmmakers. And so one of the things I think we be useful to talk about and to share with uh, the audience of this podcast is um, the community relevance piece. Um, one of the things that uh, Story Hive asked in the submissions is, you know, this idea of like, okay, how, who's, who's the community that's going to be affected by or represented by or see themselves in this film? And so that's one of the things that we spent a fair bit of time talking about and thinking about. And so I thought it'd be useful to just kind of walk through. So in just a quick summary, these are the, uh, the, the items that we selected, which um, folks will be able to see in, the, um, in our submission when it goes live. So we have, I think, five of them, if I'm not mistaken. But um, so the first one was, is that, um, you know, we're essentially, we're shooting in a small community. We are uh, essentially, it's going to be shot, the location and all the shooting and all the work, uh, most of the work will be done in the city of Langford, which is, for those unfamiliar, is um, a pretty, you know, relatively small city on the outskirts of Victoria. So there's only about 29,000 people in the city of Langford. It's not, 
it's no metropolis by, by any stretch. <laughs> um, you know, we've got some big box stores and it's a pretty nice place to live, but it's not, uh, you know, has, it's not sort of some big thriving place that, uh, um, you know, in terms of, you know, this kind of work. Um, you know, there's stuff that's shot nearby, that kind of stuff. There's a few few things that have been, you know, claimed to fame in terms of big Hollywood movies that have kind of ventured into the nearby neighborhoods. But really, it's uh, it's a small community. It is on the outside of Victoria, but um, you know, it's not. It's its own distinct place, and um, <clears throat> so that's that's one area, one thing that we've sort of uh, identified because we are we are going to tap into sort of our local resources here. Um, yeah, <clears throat> for sure. Um, Second one that we talk about, and jump in, Kelly, if you have any thoughts on any of these, is around local crew. So, you know, it's, uh, it's one of the things that we thought was really important to, to t- trap, tap into. And it's one that you maybe can, I don't know if you have something to say, because you're quite, um, you know, you're familiar with a lot of folks in the, in the industry that, um, you know, you cross paths with in, in the area. Yeah, I mean, I think that like Victoria, like you said, I mean, there's so much filming that happens in Vancouver and a lot of crew, you know, might get trained here on some lower budget films, you know, one to two million dollar TV movies or whatever. And then eventually they can't necessarily find work. So they end up moving to Vancouver or or, or working there most of the time and having to stay there and then come back. So you know, and then we have a group of uh, a few people that are shooting narrative film, but we don't have a lot of people shooting narrative film on Vancouver Island in general. Mm -hmm. And so like for both of us, I know one of the things we talked about is just like pushing our own careers to that next level as far as narrative film goes. And, um, And also just like trying to make this film look like it's worth a lot more than it was to Mm -hmm. make. Like, I think that that's like a real goal of mine. It's something we've really talked about. Um, And just using it as as an opportunity to really get us ourselves to the next level so that we can continue to make films, you know, in this community on Vancouver Island and use the resources that are here and help employ people that are here that want to do it here. Like not everyone wants to go to Vancouver and work on, whatever. I'm sure there's lots of people, you know, that want to go to Vancouver and work on Deadpool or whatever's shooting over there. But, you know, it's nice to be able to create a filmmaking culture and a crew base in your own community. It is. And so um, it's just, it's getting there. And it's also, you know, tapping into that local market and, 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 you know, we got some talented people here and, it'd be nice to see a wider range of different people working in film than we are right now. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's, um, that's something that's one of our, one of our intentions here with that, uh, with that particular element of the community relevancy piece is to have sort of that local element reflected in our production. So for sure. um, Similar to that sort of one that we, we, uh, we identified in our, in our submission was this sort of a, a value essentially that we identified in our production um, is around to have at least 50% of female crew on the, on the production. So that's one that, um, that we are, aspire towards. And I think we're pretty confident we can meet at least a 50%. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, look, this is the, the topic of the day. And I mean, it should have been the topic 10 years ago or 20, but it's the topic of the day now. And there's a good reason for it. Like our population is half women. It's over half women you know, in, in film crews and even in video production, when you look at, 
you know, videographers, filmmakers, whatever, it's just lacking as far as women in film. And it's not so much as filling this quota thing. Mm -hmm. It's more about just like being aware. And I think that, you know, if we can be leaders in the films that we make, where we go, you know what, we're going to focus on trying to at least find people, you know, the thing with Vancouver Island, again, it's a big island, lots of people that live here. But I know for me, my own, you know, experience, as far as I know, I'm the only female shooter on the island. Like mm -hmm. I know there's a couple of women, one um, that I met last year in her early twenties that, you know, is doing the camera training. And I know a first AC who's uh, a female first AC that hopefully we can get on this film. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, but besides that, like I've been shooting here for years professionally and, and, and doing, you know, filmmaking stuff. And we just don't have a lot of women in film here. So it's not about filling some quota, you know, I mean, the, the other day, so the day before our pitch, th this is the interesting thing. The day before our pitch goes live, I get this text from another filmmaker. Now I had talked to him like a year ago. He wanted me to shoot his film and possibly produce it short film. And then he was looking for funding at the time through somewhere else. And I guess he didn't get it out of the blue. He sends me this text and he's like, Hey, can you, you know, will you be part of my story? hive submission. And I'm like, well, I'd like heard that story hive. They'd said in a recent, um, I guess it was like a live Facebook Webinar. thing. Yeah. They were like kind of saying you can have, you can be on multiple projects, but if we look at the projects and it looks like you have people committed to too many, then we'll start to wonder if you can do it. And I just didn't want any single thing impacting this pitch with us because it's, it's we, like you and I have both said, and anyone now listening to this has heard us say over and over again, we've been working on this a long time. It's important. We want to make this film. We think it's important and we think we can make it rad. Like that's part of it. And, um, and then, so I said to him, you know, I, 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 you know, I'd love to help, but like, I, I don't want to be attached to any other projects as I'm already attached to one. And, uh, you know, I don't want it impacting the voting on, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, the, anything. I don't want it impacting anything. So no, I don't want to spread myself thin. I just want to be on the one that I'm attached to. And then he sends me a text right back and he's like, oh, well, do you know any other women? And then it occurred to me <laughs> that he's just asking me because I'm a woman and, and Talis has put, a, um, what are they, what have they put in it? Like, um, there's requirements or something yeah in the submission there's um because they're 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 i i, mean, I can only imagine because obviously i don't know the inner workings but probably like you said they're quite sensitive to the fact that um you know there's not uh sort of equal representation in the film industry so they have within a submission um there's a an element where you have to say indicate that one of the key creative people um attached to the project is um identifies as a female so, so and it's uh, like uh, it's the director the producer or the director of photography right yeah something like right. that they've identified it's like yeah. essentially one of the key roles right. has to be um a woman so right and so basically here's my whole thing i never want to be hired for something because i'm trying someone's trying to fill a quota i want you to say hey kelly's got a really cool vision i love the way she shoots or you know she'd yeah. make a rad producer or she whatever because I've got skill. I don't want to be hired because you're trying to fill some void, you know? So for me, like, I'm really, really happy that Story Hive Telus is, 
is doing this and is trying to get more people, women in film. Unfortunately, the flip side of it is there's going to be some people that are like, well, I don't know, like who's one, the one woman I know that <laughs> does <laughs> filmmaking. I'll ask her whether I want her to be on it or well, not. And I'm not I, saying what... he was like that, but it no, was the I day think... before it went live. And all of a sudden he's like, yeah. can you be in my project? I'm like, okay, well, super last minute. And what the heck? Yeah. And I, I think though, I think it, it, I think it kind of shines a light on the fact though, that um, kind of like we've alluded to is that, you know, in, in the film industry in general, but also especially sort of in our context on Vancouver Island, where, you know, it's, it's, it, there's a decent population on the island, but it's spread really quite thinly up and down the entire length. So um, there's not, it, it can be difficult for, I think, um, to your point, to find women who are, you know, able to fill these key roles. Um, so I think it's sort of a testament to your um, your skill and experience and ability to do this. Um, so, I mean, I'm glad I know you. <laughs> Thanks, Eddie. <laughs> yeah, I know, because otherwise I'd kind of, you know, be maybe as well. It, 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 it's true. Oh, God. I mean, I mean coming back to our, our submission and our key point, um, you know, obviously our submission, this was all in place before this experience of yours, but it was something that we we thought was a, um, uh, a value that we wanted to bring to our production. Absolutely. So why not? If you can do it, why not? Yeah. Why not just do it? You know, and I say that to even uh, video production teams, like I see all these people on Instagram and everything else, you know, all these like, you know, videographers and their teams and mm-hmm. you look at their behind the scenes videos, it's all guys and they're in LA and they're in Vancouver and they're wherever, you know? So it's like, just like, keep an open mind and try a little and it doesn't mean going out and just finding someone who has a dress on and then inviting them to shoot <laughs> you know but I, I i anyway i i i love like i said that story hive is on it and i think it is really important and if we can encourage people to think outside the box and just like you know get think about it then then that's great um the other thing is and i just want to say that you know, to some extent, you're a little bit of a feminist, Eddie, because this, <laughs> no, I mean, because this film, as much as it's inspired by your father, is really inspired by your mother. And, yeah. you know, one of the things that we talked about was how it's, you know, we need more roles for that are strong roles for women over 50. And you've really mm-hmm. created a really good one that is complex and it's not necessarily the nicest person in the world. It's realistic. And, um, yeah. and she doesn't give up. And so I, I can't wait to make this film. I mean, like I said, you're a bit of a feminist cause you could have just, no, you could have made the film about, you know, inspired completely by your father about a guy and made him holier than thou and, and whatever, but like you really made it, you were inspired by your mother to make this film. Like, well, yeah. And I think, I mean, that, that's, that's something I think we will probably get into in another podcast is just this whole idea of not the, um, I mean, we talked a little bit in one of the earlier episodes around sort of the inspiration for the film and you touched on it again. Um, It's definitely sort of inspired by experience with my, my parents. It's definitely not a biography, but um, there's sort of elements of things that I've seen and, and sort of taking that to a different kind of location or conclusion. But it, it is very much this idea, like, you know, watching, watching my mom in this case, um, you know, there's a lot of struggle and there's a lot of perseverance. And it's, it's, um, it's something that I, I guess just for, for, for our purposes today, I would just say, yeah, it definitely was an inspiration for me in terms of um, watching her uh, live her life 
in service to her husband and what that meant for her and the toll it took. So, um, yeah, I mean, so I'll, you know, I guess we can, <laughs> we, we will definitely pick that, that theme up in another episode. For sure. Um, and so the last couple of items in our community relevance, just to touch on is um, one of our, the next one was around targeting local blogs and media. Um, you know, this is one of the things we want to do again, there's local small newspaper for the um, Langford area and the West shore here, as well as other sort of local arts um, magazines and, and bloggers. So there's a few there that we intend to target um, again, to sort of showcase the fact that this is happening in this community and that there are locals working on this and, you know, kind of shining that light on, on stuff that's happening in sort of these, in our small community here. And lastly, um, sort of, you know, while these have been a bit more micro, this is sort of a macro one where the, the broad community um, around Alzheimer's in Canada um, and even across, you know, North America and the world, it's, there's, the film is ultimately, you know, it, it hinges on this whole idea of the suffering and the, the consequences of Alzheimer's disease. So that's sort of a central piece of the story. And this is a really strong community across, you know, BC and Canada. Um, and it's one that I think is, you know, obviously it's very, there's an immediate relevancy to this particular film, but I think it's also one that we intend to tap into and represent because of the fact that it's a passionate audience. It's a passionate group of people out there. Um, there are, you know, associations I think in every province and there's one in Alzheimer's Association across Canada and there's like they cross the United States they're everywhere there's you know I think in May uh, in of this year every year they do a, a walk for Alzheimer's and it's um, it's one of the things there's some if you really start diving into the stats and I think um, I, I included a couple in our submission there's you know it's 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 increasing it's becoming a um, uh, uh, more and more of a crisis every every year in Canada so um, part of our community relevancy was just sort of tap into that audience and um, link them to this film and sort of show them that, you know, this is, this is a real portrayal of what, you know, what this can look like in the intimacy of a family, of a couple, and um, kind of shine again, shine that light on sort of, you know, the struggle of caregivers and what they actually go through on, uh, you know, pretty much a day-to-day -day basis, because it's, uh, it's a, it's a pretty hard battle at times. And, um, you know, it's not without its toll, like it does, it does kind of, you know, get to people after a while. So that's, um, that kind of wraps up our, our main elements of our community um, focus. And so I think for today, we'll leave it at that. So um, we covered a fair bit in terms of our, our pitch. So uh, any last words, Kelly, before we sort of sign off for this episode? No, I mean, well, I guess I just say the one thing, which is like, just you reading those back, saying those back. Um, it really, all those community things that you just said are, are very mm -hmm. they're not represented really you don't see a lot of films about alzheimer's in general you don't see it from the point of view that you're that you've written this piece and then uh, like we talked about the women in film and and then you know the community and then having um media in our community really reflect on the fact that there's some really cool people making films here not just us i mean actually other people in the community making films a lot of mm -hmm. you know a lot of the time they're super excited when some big Hollywood film comes to town and obviously it is exciting, but it's nice to mm -hmm. also kind of focus, shine a light on Canadian film. So, okay. Well, 
That's I completely agree. So uh, thanks for everyone for listening. Um, so remember, please subscribe to uh, the podcast. Um, and we're on the Apple podcast platform as well as we're on Anchor. And uh, hopefully soon we'll be spread on a few more. We're also on Stitcher. So you can find us in your apps, uh, find us online. And please check out our website at forgettingmemovie.com. And uh, we have an email list you can sign up for. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're trying to be all over the place. So, uh, but please just connect with us and uh, we will be in touch next time. Thanks very much.